0: Welcome to the podcast of the Singapore Medical Journal. I am Dr. Ng Chulip from the editorial board. We are very glad to have with us today Dr. Benny Liu, consultant paediatrician at KK Women's and Children's Hospital and a council member of the Singapore Medical Association. Dr. Liu will be sharing with us his thoughts and insights on his article published in the October issue of the SMJ, titled Nationwide Survey Comparing Residents' Perceptions of Overnight Duty Systems in Singapore, Night Float versus Full Overnight Call. Hi Benny, can you briefly describe the
1: background to your study and what a night float system is? Thank you Chulip and SMA for giving me this opportunity. So this is a project initiated by the residents for the residents. Um, The background to this project was that there were discussions about reverting night float systems in many departments and institutions. And we are most familiar with the traditional full overnight core systems, whereby the doctors work continuously for 24 hours. And in the night float system, the doctors actually work 12 to 14 hour shifts for 5 to 7 consecutive nights instead. And therefore, this project aims to highlight the perspectives of the junior doctors regarding the on call system as they are the primary group of doctors carrying out the duties. What are some of the key findings from your study? Through the online survey, we focus on the following domains of on call systems, such as patient safety and medical errors, clinical work and training and physician burnout. We have 636 responses, and 86.9% of the respondents agreed that night float system may help to prevent medical errors. Furthermore, 78.9% of them agreed that night float was less disruptive to their daily clinical work. And 84.4% of the respondents agreed that night float can help to reduce burnout. While there are pros and cons for both systems, uh, through our survey, There are many merits of the night float system from the resident's perspective.
0: What are some of the reasons why junior doctors perceive night float to be better for patient safety and
1: reduce burnout? Reasons for this are likely due to shorter working hours and longer rest periods, leading to greater alertness and better continuity of care. Having the same team of doctors working together for consecutive nights could also improve cooperation among the team members and therefore translate to better patient care. Junior doctors are more susceptible to burnout, and measures such as duty-hour restrictions are already in place to reduce physician burnout, and the night flow system could help to reduce burnout due to a combination of reduced working hours, increase in the rest periods, and having a stable team. What are some of the limitations of your study methods? As this is an online survey, we could not verify the identities of all the respondents, but we mitigated this risk by distributing the survey through the graduate medical education offices. In addition, there could be selection bias in the survey whereby residents who were more in favour of the night flow systems responded. And lastly, due to the cross-sectional nature of the study, there could be recall bias. How would you move forward with the findings? We have shared our findings with stakeholders such as hospital management, educators and junior doctors to highlight the opinion and concerns of residents towards the on-call systems for the consideration of healthcare leaders when implement such systems. As the chair of
0: the SMA Doctors and Training Committee, could you also share something about the DIT committee which conducted
1: the study? So the DIT committee is an integral part of SMA it is a platform to provide a voice for the doctors-in-training and junior doctors, and we cover many integral areas, such as uh, education, training, health, and safety aspects. So the committee serves by providing leadership and representation on these uh, matters, and also helps to uh, bring uh, some matters that are closely related to junior doctors, such as medical legal aspects uh, in health law. What are some of the issues that the Doctors and Training Committee has addressed on behalf of residents? So, the DID Committee has addressed quite a varied number of issues. So, few um, years ago, when there was a change in the medical identity provider, we have actually um, asked about the implications to the junior doctors who work in the public sector, such as any like tail coverage or are they still covered when they leave the public uh, sector? Um, we also have uh, engaged with SAF as well as the uh, DIOs, who are the top education leaders uh, in the residency training system, on the impact of uh, national service leave on male residents, so that we uh, w- hope that they could continue to serve the nation uh, with minimal impact with their training. Uh, with the previous DMS uh, Prof Benjamin Ong, we have also engaged him in a meeting to highlight the shift of focus uh, from a specialist-centric focus towards a generalist-centric focus because there were a lot of concerns on the ground. More recently, there were a few medical legal cases that involved consent-taking and also uh, giving patients information on a memo or letter to uh, patients' family members, which are quite uh, common procedures or events for junior doctors. Uh, therefore, we uh, engage with our um, medical uh, healthcare um, law experts to provide some insights. More recently, during the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, we have actually engaged with uh, many food and beverage uh, partners to provide uh, promotions for foods and drinks and even free drinks for the junior doctors to thank them for the hard work and also to encourage them.
0: Thanks for the sharing, Benny. This is an example of uh, research that will likely have an impact on medical education. We look forward to seeing more studies from yourself as well as from the DIT Committee. Thank you.